Welcome to the Chemical Engineering Guys podcast, a show in which we share stories and tips from chemical and process engineers. We talk about student and professional life, as well as important aspects of products, processes, industries, and companies. But more importantly, what are the paths that these unique individuals are taking in this ever-changing world? Let's get started. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I'm very, very grateful for the career, and I'm very grateful for chemical engineering. Uh, all, all this stuff that I told you guys from my background and my past jobs, it's only to, to summarize that I'm prepared because I started chemical engineering. What's up, guys? Welcome to the podcast once again. And now we have Trivi, or Danielle, which is a beer master. And before we even continue, please let us know or talk a little bit more on what is right here. Okay, what you're drinking right now, it's a Belgian wheat beer. It has orange peel and it has coriander. And it's a very, very fresh... Um, very fresh beer. Here in Monterey, it's very, very hot. So those type of beers are very, very nice because of the weather. And it, it's made with a lot of wheat, so it's very smooth. And here, right, uh, right here, I have a number ale. It's just a plain American number ale. It has these caramel notes. It has a little more body. And I really, that's it. Cheers. I really <laughs> cheers. Thank you for joining the episode. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, I'm very honored to oh, be here, and I, I'm grateful. It's all not not honored because the, this podcast is like just starting. But, no, but uh, yeah, I'm grateful. That's the word. I'm grateful that you came here, and I think it's the perfect moment to speak or talk about beer and chemical engineer. Sure. Actually, I enjoy a lot the the flavor is very like grassy i don't know if grassy goes with coriander maybe yeah yeah maybe, it, maybe it's go. because of the the aroma of the coriander it has uh, any any hops it has very very little amount of and hops. definitely i feel the orange flavor but i don't know you mean orange the juice or orange the peel or a combination actually it's made with the peel that's so you actually yeah, take the, the peel. peel and oh, well that's definitely yeah. something I didn't expect. <laughs> and it's nice. Course, it's, it's nice to be experimenting with know. things. Yeah. Well, guys, we're going to be talking about beer because this guy right here is uh, a master of beer, not only on craft beer, but also on industrial beer. He works in a, I don't know how to say it, brewery? Industrial, industrial brewery. brewery. And Leave but, it that way. Yeah, <laughs> that way. No naming. But before we yeah. even continue, I want to know more on your background where or what interested you in chemical engineering where did you study who are you what are your interests why beer okay uh well as he said uh, many people call me trivi my name is daniel garza i studied high school with manuel and after high school i also studied chemical engineering uh, it's in a school here in monterey that's called universidad autonoma de nuevo leon And yeah, basically that's it. I studied chemical engineering over there. I don't know why I started chemical engineering. Uh, back then when we were in high school, I just loved math. 
and loved chemistry and I actually didn't see the the career program. I just like joined them together and was like, okay, I like math, I like chemistry, yeah. engineering, chemistry, Plus. and that's the name of the career. So I will say why not? I would say ninety percent of people that end up in chemical engineering because they are very good in math and they like chemistry, maybe biology, physics. Yeah. And they have this idea that engineers are, I don't know, they are yeah, a good uh, role in society. They get uh, good salaries. So maybe they say, well, chemistry, math, engineering, chemical engineering. It, it was very, very curious because I actually liked the, not the engineering part, but the hard chemistry part. So I was thinking on, on making just a... a a degree in chemistry pure chemistry yeah pure chemistry so but afterwards uh, I, I was thinking that I I mostly like being like uh, with people and if I, I I didn't see myself in a laboratory yeah. like all day long alone without talking to people that's the perspective like a, that I had before starting career like a lab rat. Yeah, I, I didn't want to be a lab rat, and that's the way that I saw it. Obviously, nowadays, I don't think you, you'll sure. become a, a lab rat. If you're alone in the lab. Yeah, no, that doesn't happen. That definitely doesn't happen. That's what I thought in the moment, so I chose the yeah. chemical engineering. Okay, yeah, true. I would say you inspire me a little bit because you choose chemical engineering. I was into physical engineering or mechatronics. Yeah. And then I thought, well, maybe I'm good in chemistry as well. And this guy, which I respect, is going also. So I need to show him some lessons in life. <laughs> so I decided to go as well to chemical engineering. So that, that was, my, that was my, in your head. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. It was nothing about my future. It was, I need to teach this guy <laughs> a lesson. But anyway, three, let's talk about more into you the actual work Engineer, okay. once that you graduated uh, what did, were you thinking how did you land it and tell us a little bit how it felt to be in that job okay. and whatever you think is relevant yeah you're, you're just like come on talk and entertain people yes, exactly that's, that's okay. the idea yeah, I, I, I want to be a podcaster also then so uh, long story short I was studying in, in university and you have to do these internships uh, with with the industry so I started in an automobile industry actually I was doing nothing related to chemical engineering I was just programming production stuff so I was there and then I did a good job I, I went to to another area in there in in the automobile industry and they paid very well so afterwards, I heard a friend of mine that went to an interview with another another uh, industry. So he was like scared. He, he was like scared out of the... Scared the, to the, take the interview or after the interview? No, after the interview. It, it was very fun because he was like, okay, they want me to do like this heavy stuff. 
He, uh, actual chemical engineering. Yeah, yeah, actual yeah, okay. chemical engineering. So, Reactors, piping, heaters. Yeah, yeah all the stuff. So he went over there. Uh, he was telling me, right? He went over the, the industry because he was going to the interview and they made a, a little uh, tour in the, in the area, in the production lines. So they saw a lot of reactors and tanks that were in the, in the floor. And basically, the, the guy just tells him, yeah, so there are the reactors, make them there's work. the building, so you're, you're going to make them work in the building and you're going to do all the pipelines and all the DTIs, the drawings and everything. And I mean, you're talking to a 17-year-old guy that it's like in sixth semester and... He was, yeah, he was like shitting in his pants. So, <laughs> so he goes to the. We, we were at school when we but were you know talking. What's the that? best part is that you're a student. So you fuck. No one's going to tell something to you because you're a student. You didn't. You haven't even yeah. took any reactor engineering class. No chemical yeah. plant class. So, of course, you're scared in the sense that yeah, maybe you killed someone or it may explode or money is going to be lost. But you're a student. You have the perfect position. To fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, actually, it's a perfect... Uh, right now, we think it. But maybe as a student, you yeah. don't think it that much. So that's a good lesson. If you're a student, fuck everything. Yeah, it's not your responsibility. Uh, you don't have, like, the... The cédula profesional. It's the... The legal... Uh, you're studying. I mean, you have no responsibility yeah. there. So no if you fuck up, it's... Not you, the one that fucked up. Your boss or what? Yeah. Whoever. But maybe the boss was a eighth grade student. <laughs> I don't well, know. Uh, well, no, this time eventually it wasn't. You, the good thing on, yeah. on, on hierarchy and structures is that eventually you know that there will be one head rolling minimum. Yes. Yes, always. So he was talking to me about all this experience that he had over there. And I was like, with my eyes completely open, uh, I, I mean, I excited. loved it. Yeah, yeah, I got very, very excited. And I went to the interview. And it was very weird because I liked a lot the work and everything, all the job and everything that we had to do. And I quit my, my former uh, job. And actually, internship, internship yeah. Yeah, it was an internship. And this was a job? Or a no, it was an internship. Actually, when I, when I went to, uh, to tell them that I, I didn't want to work, the, yeah, to quit, they, they told me that they were waiting two months until my, my contract expired. expired to actually make me, make me a, an employee over oh, there. In the car industry. Yeah, in the, in the car industry, which is very uncommon because I was still studying. So it was, it was very, very strange. So I went to the other company and not only I wasn't going to be an employee over there, but they were going to pay me less than my internships in the automobile company. But I really loved the engineering. I really loved all the work that I was going to do there. I was there three and a half years, and basically they Chemistry, were... Uh, chemicals, bulk chemicals, what was the products? They were a lot, a lot of chemical products. Uh, but bulk, that, fine chemistry, pharma, no, uh, we're talking, food. 
We're, we're talking building materials agricultural oh. agriculture and lots of very specific processes uh, really the, the persons that were there I respect them a lot there were we had several several processes that uh, for example Bayern or FMC and all those monsters didn't were not able to do them and not because of Not because of the money that they had to invest, but they already tried to invest on... The on, technical knowledge. Yeah, the technical knowledge they had was not enough to make them. And they sent it over to us. Obviously, I was just an, an, an uh, internship uh, guy, well, a student, but I was involved over there. So we had very, very, very dangerous stuff over there. We had some grindyard uh, reactions. We had... Uh, Mercaptan reactions, which are not strictly legal in every country. So, yeah, it was very, very, very cool. And you I enjoyed everything. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the. Even the, the pay? No, the pay, no. Work life balance? E eventually, yeah, eventually I said, I love here, I love the work and the job here, but. I love more to give a better future to my family, to, yeah. you know, the economical part of, of the job because it was very, very low, the And that's, the sad, that's sad because those type of jobs are really greatly paid in the U.S., in yeah. Europe. And yeah. you go here to Mexico and you say, wow, we are doing very crazy technological stuff. And not we, we don't have that many uh, prepared people to do that, and I don't know how they manage to lower, lower the wages. cost. So that's everything. very, very, yeah, not funny, like, like sad or it's strange. It's sad. I mean, it, it's sad because, as you said before, it's not very easy to uh, have a person know or have all that knowledge and to be able to apply it. And yeah, they were not. They, we were underpaid. That that's the the okay so the reality. Did you actually? This is a silly question, but I'm going to ask it. You actually use what you study in the in your yes. university? Yes. Uh, and I think I'm the few persons that can say that at least in my college. Well, in not college in my university, and all of my colleagues. I think I was the one that was at, at least less than five could actually work in chemical engineering and especially in all the process and all the building of a, of of a, a plant of a plant yeah, from scratch so it was very very cool yeah, that's the, the dream the, 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 <laughs> the chemical engineering of actually designing stuff building stuff operating stuff yes. and it's almost everything but it's sad in this specific case the bad pay but yeah. Anyways, now we already talked about your first job. I think you have one or two more jobs before the brewery. Yes. So can you? I don't Just know. Just quickly go through. Them. I don't know if they are relevant or. Mm, I think the more relevant thing or here. Or. I think the more relevant here uh, thing here is that I worked in an automobile company doing two different industrial engineering stuff. I I was a material planner. And a uh, uh, process uh, planner. No, planner. Oh. I only planned what uh, the lines were going to So to can you make. explain us, because not everyone that hears this, and most of them are students, what's 
the job or the task of each one of them and why do you separate them? I will oh, maybe okay. guess okay, uh, okay, the yeah. material and sure, the planner sure, sure. is the same. Okay, uh, the, the person that is is programming the, the production is the person that has everything on their inventory. They have all the raw materials, they have all the people, and you're just saying, okay, uh, my client needs this, my other client needs this, so I'm gonna uh, give the line these raw materials to do this uh, client's uh, request. And then the next clients and stuff like that. So actually you're only doing that. Obviously both clients can have similar things. So you're playing a little bit with the line to minimize the the time of uh, the changeover yeah. yeah. change time. Dead times. Yeah. So and planner, it's the other way around. I don't plan any of the production. I just talk to all the suppliers and fight with all the suppliers so that they can ship the materials that I need when I need them. Why do the, you fight with the suppliers? Oh, you are the one with the money. I, I, <laughs> I know yeah, it's something that, silly to yeah, say, but silly. you need to uh, show people. I mean, like in every industry, you're not the only client. So all industries have problems, all industries have basically problems. And anything can happen in any type of industry, especially when you're in process. That That's happens true. very, very, very often. That's true. Something which I think is very underrated, that production is a pain in the ass. Yeah. And it's not that greatly seen in the industry overall. Mm -hmm. So a chemical engineering which works in the process of manufacturing, it's like, eh, it's yeah, cool, a nice job. But the ones that get the better like uh, admiration are the guys that say, hey, I need this for tomorrow because this client and yeah. the one that sales sometimes that's like the important part I have certain amount of material that we need to sell and that guy is like wow you sold so many yeah. but no one says how are we going to produce that so we, I, I've always seen it as if we are always behind the scenes uh, why behind the scenes because the, the thing that you're saying right now The salesman is like, okay, they have their, their uh, target, their sales target, and if they are over the target, they are like, oh, wow, yeah, sure, you're making a lot of direct money to the company. But what many people don't see is that we process people, and th those could be chemical engineer, engineers or any other type of engineer, The, the people that are actually in the process are the guys that are supplying the vendor with what they need. So if you fuck up, the, the other guy cannot do their job. Exactly. So it, every job is important and it's very difficult to, to, to Just, shine yeah, exactly. in this part. I, I think exactly yeah. that that's very important. I also saw that when I used to work in the textile industry, it's very hard to show the value of production because we, generally speaking, sales is more important yeah. or buying is more important, like reducing the price because production is like, ah, it's there. Or maintenance, yeah. also maintenance is... Yeah, it's underrated. They are and yeah. maintenance. We hate that. But if you don't have that, you have machines. And that's the problem is that you go a long time and it's very hard to say, well... If you spend this money right now, you're going to have 15 to 20 years. 
Yeah. But in the moment you're without cash or cash flow and you're like, nah, fuck that. Right now, mm-hmm. mana. So mm-hmm. going back to that job, mm-hmm. then you ch- this was... That, that the, was before the chemical engineering uh, employee. Uh, sorry, the job. job. And, and then you then I So I was a programmer. A production programmer, then I was a planner, a materials planner, then I was a, a real chemical it's engineer. In the same company? Or no, did you change? The, the first so two were in the automobile co- no, company. Okay, okay. Then I changed to the, to the, the chemical engineer company, and then I got hungry and I, I decided to change to another company. I was in the salt business, it was just uh, uh, repackaging. Salt. Table yeah, table salt. Uh, table salt, it was a repackaging, and I saw a lot of machines over there, like, like it, mechanica- it, mechanical engineering stuff. Literally, uh, salt, you mean sodium chloride. Yeah, sodium because chloride. Pe- people think it's funny. Uh, you start, it's one of the first things mm-hmm. you learn on chemistry, and you learn, oh, it's sodium and chloride, and you see a lot of examples, and a lot of people say, well, that example doesn't, it's not that important. But it, it is. No, it is very important. And you end up, and it's funny what I say here to students is never underestimate what you're learning in school because then, mm-hmm. I don't know, how do you, you were more into the production or, or the no, packing? No, it, it was more like repacking this, the table salt. It was only sodium chloride. Any other salt was produced there. And... Yeah, it was repackaging and drying up the salt. Uh, the salt comes wet and you have to dry it out. And it comes then from where? Where it come from? From oceans. Ah, like it's yeah, a, like yeah, like literally, literally, you make like a little okay. hole over there and you. Uh, yeah. The sun dries up a little bit, then you further dry it. And okay. in trucks. And you like that? No, it was boring. Uh, but I did a lot of mechanical engineering over there. All the evaporation, transportation, packing, uh, waiting. Yeah, yeah inventories and lots of people management in there, which is not precisely a, a skill that you're shown as a chemical engineer. I would say not not any engineer overall. Yeah, no. maybe I don't know if there's like a human resources engineer. <laughs> Pretty sure eventually there will be something like that. Just to yeah, pe- people will manage to, to have one of that career. Okay, so now we have a good profile of you. Let, let's talk about the beer. So okay. I, I, this is perfect timing. I don't know if you were waiting for it. Like, let's talk about beer. And you <laughs> no, I, I, I just saw, uh, I, I felt like a drunk you guy know. just drinking alone. So Exactly. So we can, yeah. let's talk about more on beer. The... Overall, how you started with beer, mm-hmm. overall, uh, why beer is good for you, or I don't know, whatever you think is relevant for beer. But more importantly, I want to, how your profile is fitting this industry, how it's, did you got the job, how how does it feel to be there, how many types of positions have you been taking there, yeah. and how, maybe if you can say a little bit on the COVID crisis, which mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's now the... Uh, something on the news yes uh, actually all, all of the steps that I'm telling you right now uh, have somehow led me to be in the beer industry uh, after the salt business 
I went to to another company, and that's again the automobile company from the beginning. They they rehired me, but to make projects and other stuff. So I actually worked in a lot of things. I, I worked as industrial engineering, as mechanical engineering, as production, chemical engineering, yeah. production. So. Uh, I, I think the, the, the moment that I'm right now in and what led me to the beer industry was the abilities that you are shown in the career. Not, not the actual knowledge that the, the career is going to give, uh, give you, but the attitude, the discipline and everything that you're learning in school because it's a very, very hard uh, career to, to cross. And... In those years, uh, I was just barbecuing with uh, with a friend of mine, and I was like, "Man, we're chemical engineers. You, have you never like wanted to do beer?" And he was like, "Yeah, dude. Actually, I I bought a, a homebrewing kit a year ago," and I was like, "Okay, and how, how did the beer came out and stuff?" And he was like, "No, actually, I, I I just left the beer over there in the closet, and it's still there." And I was like, okay, you you made all the you bought the the homebrewing kit. You wait. You, you made the beer. Yeah. And you just let it there for a year, and he was like, yeah, I just forgot about it. So we opened the beer. Obviously, it they was were not the best. Yeah, it was. But not, could you drink them? No, no, no. No, oh, okay. no I, I have a little respect for my life, so <laughs> yeah, I didn't do that, and. There he told me, oh, here's the book that that came with the homebrewing kit, and here is like the kettle and all the malts and stuff, and I was like, uh, the malts and all of that you can stay with them, yeah. but I took okay. all the little stuff. Oh, obviously, it was a very very oh, the basic. Use, the useful things for yeah. the starting over. Yeah. So also, like mm -hmm. this dream of making beer where it started, I think. Oh, that day but before it was like a very crazy no day it was just like it would be cool yeah I mean ma but many many people think yeah I would love to parachute and I would rush. love to bungee yeah exactly I yeah, never but never actually uh, search yeah it's not like never buy tickets uh -huh. so I get you but the, uh, afterwards you're walking I don't I don't know in Cancun or any beach and you see a little uh, yeah the parachute I don't know how yeah the parachute guy or someone like yelling you want a parachute and he's like okay yeah why not yeah. so that that was sort of what happened yeah. to how me how old were you oh I started twenty six years old I was twenty six so right now I'm thirty one when when did you started drinking. Oh, about 16 years before that. Yeah. Okay, well... <laughs> I was about 12, 13 years old when okay, I started okay. with this. Yeah. 26 years. I I had the same when when I was working. Of course, you're thinking, oh, what can I do? Uh-huh. And I thought about brewing, but I saw there were so many competition, and I said, eh, yeah. I think it's better to keep it as a hobby. And actually, yeah. yesterday, I was talking with a friend of mine, who's a chemical engineer, and he actually could like convert his hobby to a business. But it's very important to know when and how to do it. And I said, it's not even my hobby. It's just an idea. I don't actually have been brewing. It's not like, oh, I, I brew a lot. Therefore, it will be a good idea to 
uh, sell beer. No, it was like start from scratch. Yeah. So I think you got it better because you started from a hobby. You wanted to make beer for you or also you, you were already thinking on selling beer. It, it was very, very curious because at first I just wanted to start brewing. And I think that brewing, I mean home brewing for a hobby and for personal uh, uh, consuming. And I, I think that once that you you put something in your head, uh, eventually everything starts to to come together and every, you start seeing things that are around you very differently. Everything just starts to line up in that yeah, thing that click. you want to do. Yeah, it starts to click. So that started to happen to me. I, I was going to do a homebrew. And I talked to a friend of mine that worked and knew how to homebrew. And he was like, yeah, let's start a business, a homebrewing business. So and he was all in. Yeah, he was all in. But all but in... He, he was also... How, how much time did he went? Because maybe he was... He, he, was, an, he was an industrial uh, ho, uh, brewer. And okay. he had never done a homebrew. And it's very different. Very, very different. It's like taking your lab classes to actual engineering and... I mean, it's yeah. not the same to do mm -hmm. 100 milliliters in a, in a flask no. than doing 10 tons a day in, in you know, these big reactors with pumps and stuff. Scaling is everything yeah. in engineering. Yeah, and that's the actual difficult part that chemical engineers can do that no other exactly yeah you know more on quantity so you quickly relate milligrams grams kilos tons kilotons so it's easier mm -hmm. for you so you imagine already okay tons per uh, per week okay we need a truck or grams okay we will need such uh, specific yeah. things or you size very quickly you imagine the process very quickly which i think normal Uh, home brewers will not, they will say, oh, no, like, definitely uh, not. How much is one hectoliter? Uh, okay, yes, I do it. And when I do it, it's, oh, I only bought 24 flasks and it's three, I don't know, 300 yeah. flasks. So you're fucked up and you need to go there, but the beer will be uh, warming. So I think as a engineer, you have the advantage of it. Yes. And when you go to, a, to an industry, It's very, very different because when you're in this example, homebrewing or doing some lab experiments and stuff like that, uh, you, you're not looking at, for example, the, the waste. I mean, oh, my efficiency is not that good. Okay, I'll, I'll spend one buck extra, one extra buck, and that'll make it up for the efficiency that I have on my brewing When equipment. it's only one buck. Yeah, because it's just one buck that comes out of your pocket. Uh -huh, but, but when you're like in this big scale, I, I, I can say that, for example, 0.1 of, uh, of, of waste, it's a whole lot of money. I mean, 0.1 of waste is what I would like that the company pay me. <laughs> so Saving that 0.1. Yeah, saving that 0.1. And that, that's very, very cool because you, you have these different perspective, perspectives, as you were saying, and it makes it, it, makes it fun to make these experiments. Okay. So I, I started homebrewing, like going back to the, to the question. Yeah. So I, I started, uh, I wanted to homebrew 
And this guy was like, yeah, I've done beer before. And I was like, okay, let's start doing beer. Um, obviously, it was a disaster. Uh, a whole complete disaster. Why? The equipment, the timing, uh, one of you, a mixture of responsibilities. Uh, I think we trusted the wrong guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I trusted the wrong guy. An industrial brewer is not going to be do the same process no. in, in the home brewing. Uh, actually, that, that happens in a lot of stuff. When you do it here, like in a lab or... Or in this case, home brewing, it's you have total control of everything. You, if you want, for example, one liter of water, you can just take a a, a measuring cup and one liter is there. When you start working with pumps and those, uh, how do you call them? The counters, the the water counters, or all these um, quantitative uh, measurement supplies. They, it becomes very, very difficult because you have another variable over there that can go wrong and they are not precise exactly. or you think that they are precise and uh, I mean, they, they haven't been uh, calibrated. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's a ton of variables. Like that, temperature, you say, and yeah. certain amount of water, maybe the water is there, but the, the measurement is 25 Celsius, you need it 18, mm -hmm. and it marks 18 and you're, uh, you're very happy, but yeah. it's not actually 25. Whereas in the lab you have the thermometer or a, a digital thermometer, sure. and it's not that. Yeah, I get you. So also uh, the pumps is also. Yeah. Uh, it's not like ah, oh, let me turn the pump. Let me no. It's like nah. you will have it turn on. Yeah. So make your calculations properly. Which is fun. It's also fun to control this monster and make it ah, what, what you want it to do, but it's more difficult, and you always have more. It's easier to improvise when it's smaller. Uh, that, that's a, a very, very big difference between pure chemists and chemical engineers. Pure chemists are, are more often... It's easier for them to just improvise. I mean, oh, it, the temperature is one degree below. I just turn on the stove. Or I just heat up one liter of water and, and I can I, add yeah. it. Or I can mm -hmm. take another thermometer. I can go to the to the drugstore and buy another thermometer so you, if I break it. Would you or, say they are yeah. better at their, let's say, at their art? Mm -hmm. Quickly. Would you say they are better? They have an advantage? In art, yeah, definitely. In the art part, uh, yes. You have a little more... more Practice. Not more. It, an easier way to achieve more results. stuff and I think that that is yeah more results and I think that's the beauty of uh, today that we're in 2020 uh, the beauty of artistry art and uh, craft beer artistry. not uh, artesano artesanías uh, craft. Craft. yeah craft stuff uh, the, the the beauty of all that uh, craft stuff that it's made in by people in Pinterest and in Instagram and all these small businesses that are one person doing what they are very good at and all this art stuff, it can be done because it's one person focusing on their skills and doing everything very, very... Uh, Meticulous. The, the tuning that they do and the meticulosity very, that they have, it's very, very cool, no? Okay, okay. So that was the craft beer part. 
now I know that you're in the industry part as well. Sure. So I know you, that you try to align because that's the good thing when you have a hobby that you actually enjoy and you wouldn't yeah. matter to add with your business or professional life. The problem is when you don't want to. But in this case, you want to. So yeah. how did you achieve? Because this is actually a, a, the dream of all guys that want to make beer <laughs> and they have been doing beer. How do they get into a industrial brewery? Uh, I, I had a very, very good advantage. I mean, I, I've been homebrewing um, and actually had a craft brewery uh, three years before I, I, I entered to the industry. So, yeah, you, you can see chemical engineers. They all exist. But people that are, are doing chemical engineering know that you're not teach, they don't teach you to do beer. No. They, they teach you the, the basic knowledge that you can wrap up and that, that'll help you to do the beer. So I started already studying and everything, and there's no beer career, at least in Mexico. In U.S., you can have civil or... I think in Spain, they have some technical degrees. Yeah, but they're not that common. I mean, you, people don't choose... Or Maybe. very few people choose like, yeah, my career is going to be a, a brewer. But yeah, they, they do exist. So actually, sorry for the no, no. interruption. I, now thinking on that, I would say that as a university or like a student institution, it will be great to have a brewery because first students will be interested because even though you don't drink beer, you know it's a massive consumption product. Yeah, and second, it will be great for I don't know. Let's see how the coil works. Make the calculations. Yeah. How do you? How much water do you want? At what temperature do you have it? Uh, there's a lot of things that you can add and enrich students that they will be actually interested in. Because I remember on my lab practices we were experimenting with this heat exchanger, and it was mm -hmm. cold water, hot water. I was. Come on, who the <laughs> hell is going to be cooling water? I no, know. it does happen in I the know, industry. I know, no, in the industry. Yeah. But you see there as a student and you see just water passing by. And not even the, the colorants, just water crossing tubes. <laughs> and you're okay, you have this temperature, this temperature, go home, make the calculations. That's super boring compared to, okay, you have the most, how do you say? In, the word. The worth. So you need to cool it, you need to filter. So that's mm -hmm. much more like yes. interesting. Yes, yes, but yes. That's, the, uh, uh, that's something no, I no, would say. No, but it's very important because, yes, I, I had three years home brewing or craft brewing. And obviously, because what I was telling you before, that there is no career in brewing, at least in Mexico. It's very, very difficult to acquire a new person that have brewing uh, knowledge okay so it's not like oh yeah i want an hr person let me go to to the the, the university off. and there's a big pool in linkedin or yeah. or whatnot and if they are they are not engineers maybe they are just like hobbyists no 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 that, that's or the beauty that. of it they are actually hr people that are looking. working and looking for hr jobs 
Okay. And in the brewing industry, that doesn't exist. You don't have a brewer that is looking for a brewery mm. because most brewers that study brew, uh, brewing, they want their own business of and course. their own craft brewery. The dream. Yeah. So in, in, in that side, it was relatively good to have the background. To have the background, yeah. That, besides, that made definitely that helped. And besides, you had the profile of a engineer that mm -hmm. actually is on the yeah. industry. Sure. Because sure, maybe sure. you, as we were talking before, you are into consulting or into something that is in the desk and makes no contact with the plant, no mm -hmm. reactors, no heaters. And then you have this hobby, you love it, you brew beers, and suddenly you want to go to the industry, to the brewery. So it's, I think it's harder to make that step and you actually have the background. So that's why I always say have a consistent uh, uh, profile that fits that. Because then when they see you, they say, okay, we need a guy that has been in the industry, knows about production, knows about equipment, and also knows about brewery. So I think they saw you and yeah. it's perfect fit. Hopefully he's not... A psycho and he passes all the tests <laughs> and the ones yeah. that you have that because that's also very important maybe you have the, the profile and you end up uh, doing the exams or maybe you're very shy like the student that you were telling me that he was very scared yeah, yeah so yeah. maybe you have the perfect profile but if you are not going to interact correctly that's also a very important thing yeah you, you have to be the, the the correct person in the correct moment so you can be Uh, and you can have all type of opportunities right now in life. Uh, all the, for example, right now with COVID and everything, you can have a lot of opportunities and you need to be the right person to see that opportunity and not only to see it, but to take advantage of it. So, yeah, I, I, I think I was the, the correct person in the correct moment. That's very important, but... I always say good luck, but preparation, because you yes. cannot control luck. So the only thing you can control is preparation. And, so. and I, I'm sorry, uh -huh. oh, sorry for interrupting. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I'm very, very grateful for the career, and I'm very grateful for chemical engineering. Uh, all, all this stuff that I told you guys from my background and my past jobs, it's only to to summarize that I'm prepared because I studied chemical engineering. Okay, uh, so not so only in the in the knowledge but in the easiness to acquire acquire uh, new knowledge and discipline and all of that stuff because I worked in almost any engineering and any job. So yeah, truly any industry, any company, any product, I yeah. think Good chemical engineers are that. They solve problems independent of if the industry is that, yeah. if your job is that, if there's such people, or the product is, I don't know, whatever, is private, public, mm -hmm. and so on. So before we finish, I like that in, that closure you made that chemical engineer. So you definitely do not regret studying that. No, I regretted it when I entered And the, the yeah, was when I was at first semester, yeah, I regretted it, but you wanted to go back to chemical to chemistry? Uh, I, I, I think I was too young and stupid. I'm still stupid, but not young. So yeah, I, I, I didn't knew what I was thinking over there. Um, 
Yeah, you looked at, at what you were going through or gonna be going through and I was like, I, I don't know why I didn't see like this, the, the study plan and anything, but I don't regret it. I definitely don't regret it. And more, I mean, more than the knowledge that I acquired in chemistry and science and everything, I think the discipline and all the, the stuff, the, the software stuff, Soft skills. Right? Soft skills that, that I acquired, those are the important ones. Okay. So before we make our final conclusions, I usually ask very quick questions. Okay. I, I mean, Shoot. Not only yes or no, but try not to make uh, that much. Yeah, very quick. Uh -huh, quick. Sure. Okay. So what would you change regarding your bachelor or university life in general? Nothing. Nothing. I'm very happy in the moment that I am, in uh, in my skills, in what I know right now, and the versatility that I have in doing different businesses and stuff. And I know that all that background was what made me the person that I'm I'm right now. Yeah. What would you add to your bachelor syllabus to the courses or subjects? It can be That's a difficult one. I a, think a common one is taxing. I don't know what, whatever <laughs> it comes art. No, I, I mean taxing. You're not thinking in that in that moment. You're just the true. Yeah, you're just an example. Yeah. I, I don't want to you to focus. Yeah, on, sure, I sure, would sure. love to learn mm. about these specific equipment. Whatever comes up to mind. I think leadership skills, leadership skills. They are very very important. What would you remove from your syllabus? Something you would say, shit thing. Just loss of time doesn't work. Oh, all the... All those humanity stuff. <laughs> all those humanity stuff, like ethnic, ethnics okay. and... Oh, no. Yeah, okay, okay. I hate those. Geography, history, oh, no. You had geography in your bachelor? It, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. It would be cool, geography of the largest plants, chemical plants. That would yeah, be cool. Yeah, it was sort Maybe of Maybe like in, in your country. It was not called geography. It was like more ethnical stuff. And yeah, they, they made all these... Yeah, it has yeah. nothing to do with your job. Yeah, and, and, and it's not... Or the, the may, you maybe you end up in Chiapas and you have some difference between two indigenous guys and you want to know why and maybe they don't speak the same language or they have What? differences. But... I think it's irrelevant for the yeah. overall course. Yeah, when, when you're interested in something, you're gonna study it, and you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna study what you need. What would you study other than chemical engineering? If you couldn't have studied that, it doesn't exist, what would you have chosen? Finance. Finance. Finance helps you in, in your personal life and in any business or stuff. Favorite engineering subject? Or course. Reactor designing. True. Or mass transfer. Nice. A quick tip. One, two or three quicks. Tips mm -hmm. for students studying chemical engineering. <laughs> Get All drunk. around. Get drunk. Enjoy. And do the bare minimum to get over with. Now, the, now the third one is not true. Uh, it's going to be a hard, uh, hard ride over the career and just try to balance your life uh, not everything is studying 
and focus a lot in the in the skills that you're gaining uh, when you're studying. Okay, this is more. These questions are related to professional life. Uh, who would you like to trade jobs with? At least one month that you want to learn more. Like it's cool because it's only one month. I want to know about it, but only one month. Okay, shoot me the other one, and I okay. I'll, I'll think of that one. That's a, a good one. Overrated jobs in chemical engineering. That they say, oh, this guy is maximum stuff. Oh, all the design. Design. All the design. I mean, yeah, all the design. Okay. Design, you, you mean plant design or yeah, plant, equipment design? Plant design and all, you know, more than designing the, the how do you call them? The project managers. Oh, okay. The, the, the project managers. Uh, just a quick parenthesis. Parenthesis, uh, this is why I said that the designing of, of stuff, all the, all the things that you learn in chemical engineering when you, when you get out of the Excel, because in Excel everything is perfect and cool, exactly. when you get out of it, there's this, you're, you'll always see this old guy that knows the stuff. And because of experience, so you're gonna you're gonna get with that guy, and and you're like very very emotional because yeah, the, the heat exchanger has to be at this capacity, and he's like, uh, which is the tank before that, which is the diameter of the of yeah, the pipeline? Yeah, exactly. Oh, you need 0.5 more, and you're like, dude, uh, I, I, I look at the Excel, it's yeah, five sheets long. Yeah. But, Oh, so yeah, experience right. is, is a lot. Okay, so a underrated job in chemical engineering or related field. I think the 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 supervisors and the exactly. chiefs of production. I would say supervisors are the heart of yeah. the because operators is not that hard to train them. No, it's and typically you have that. Uh, a lot of them, so if some of them go, they can stand. Mm -hmm. But if a supervisor or a set of supervisors go, you end up with nothing because the engineer yeah. has almost no relationship yeah. or control over that. So I also yeah. always think about that. I don't say that, but <laughs> definitely supervisors. Yeah, because, and the way I think of it, very quickly, the supervisors are the ones that actually have to know everything. Operators, exactly. you, you can train them and they're doing the same thing. That they uh, are ordered. Yeah, they're doing everything, the same thing every day. And they don't have to think. The engineer, he's just like giving results. But the supervisor is the guy that's... Maybe. He's like the shield of the, exactly. of the engineer. He's the, the guy joining the... Program. Yeah, everything. So he, he's the one that has to solve problems and has to have the knowledge to actually solve problems. Okay, four more quick questions. Uh, what subject do you apply the most right now or overall in your actual job? I think... Can be anything, maybe ethics. Right now, because I'm in the, in the, in the beer industry, I think that it's a lot of reactions. Oxidizing kinetics or knowing no not kinetics you're never gonna well no. I'm, I'm not gonna say never I'm not gonna <laughs> say never. never because yeah. I have some PhD yeah, yeah, students yeah. or researchers yeah, yeah, yeah working on that yeah but most of the time you're not gonna end up 
like with the actual theory, you know, just overall the data. You, you, you have, data. yeah, you have to know to dominate very well all the bases of all the all the subjects, and you have to be able to just stick them together and see the pros and cons of of everything. So I think a lot of of chemistry of reactions. Uh, fluid transfers because you're with pumps Except, yeah. uh, everything like that yeah I think those two okay, okay. I think those two the best advice advice for students and en young engineers students and young engineers I, I think enjoy enjoy yeah enjoy and maybe it has nothing to do with your career but Enjoy, enjoy what you're doing and be able to see inside yourself if you actually are enjoying what you're studying and you actually enjoy what you are looking forward to do. Uh, at the end, if you're not, if you're doing what you like, you're not working. You're simply doing your hobby and getting paid for it. Exactly. The worst advice you were given can be in life, in chemical engineering, in professional life. Mm. I think it was study hard. The study hard? Study hard. Yeah. I mean, the, the study part, uh, it's obviously very important, but I think you have to balance your life. And the, the hard part is when, when you are unbalancing your, uh, your golden years. Yeah, so. And last one, a quick tip or for resumes or curriculums. I don't know if you're into that. Do mm -hmm. they work? Or yeah. Do you are you a fan? A quick tip for them. Be short. Be short. People don't like reading. Exactly. Uh, HR people don't like reading, and they have another 20, 30 uh, CVs uh, curriculums. So just try to place yourself in their in their shoes. And think about that. Think about the amount of work they have and the amount of papers they have. Um, if you have a two-page curriculum... Forget it. They're gonna just, like, get over it. No one is so important unless you have researches. Yeah. Or maybe you're a conference guy. But yeah. if you're a working engineer, yeah, only one page. And, and be very brief. I mean, it's in... Work your numbers... You know, you know your past experience and, and every, every, every time you have to translate that into numbers. I achieved X percent of, of anything. I reduced X percent of this. I, More concise. Yeah, you, you have to talk numbers. And those are the ones that actually... Grab get attention. A, yeah, they get into the, the HR's uh, person's side. Exactly. Well... That was the last question. No, but you didn't answer yeah. the one that you want. Who would you trade jobs for only one month and why? Someone in, in very, very uh, high leadership stuff. I mean, uh, right now I do the beer. I'm working with people, but I'm still in inside production. And... I think I would like someone that has a lot, a lot, a lot of people. I mean, uh, GE, for example, a GE, CEO. Or BSF. Uh, 
or Dow Chemical. Yeah, Bayern. Uh, Mexican. Leadership guy. I mean, someone that, that has to work a lot with people. And I think that would be a very, very interesting and very, very grateful experience because leadership is what separates separates people. Uh, you can always buy talent, but you cannot buy uh, confianza, yeah. trust. Yeah. You cannot buy trust. You can buy talent. Mm -hmm. And the trust comes with leadership and lots of uh, valores, lots of... Values. Uh, yeah, values. I, I don't know how to say it in yeah, English. But, yeah. Well, that was everything I wanted to share with you, Trivi. I don't know if you want to make a last closing statement for students, for young engineers, maybe not so young, or whatever guy or person is hearing. I think chemical engineering is very, very nice. I love it. I love all the concepts. I love the versatility that I, I've acquired because of chemical engineering. So don't give up. It's a very difficult career, but with great, uh, very difficult obstacles, with give great and very fulfilling results. So just think in the future, think on on after the 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 effort that you're gonna gonna be doing. Okay, well, Trevi, thank you for coming and sharing those. Thank you for inviting me. Those beers were great. I really love craft beers, and these were definitely top 50. <laughs> <laughs> uh, making, yeah, he's not going to accept it. He's making jokes aside, very great beers. Uh, do you have any social media you want, or people want to contact you, I don't know, maybe for inquiries, questions, comments? Um, or email, Facebook, yeah, Instagram. Yeah, you, you can send me any an email. I think it's the the, okay. the best. I will be adding uh, yeah. the email to the description. Sure, you can add it. It's Daniel uh, under... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> He's going to add it because we don't know English. Sorry, so, sorry guys. So we cannot say the... the Lower hyphen? No, I don't think I don't know hyphen. if it's hyphen or Anyways, not. well, thank <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, he's going to post it there. And guys, thank you for joining us. If you're hearing this, just stay to the last moments and we really appreciate that. And hopefully you got something of value from this talk. And we will see you in the following episodes. Bye-bye. Please tell us if you liked it in the comments below and also if you want me to get back to another talk with him if you want any any topic in particular yeah. and I'll be very very glad to share something that I've lived with you maybe guys maybe craft beer next time yeah more of craft beer that's the interesting part so yeah see you guys see ya thanks for joining us I hope you enjoyed the episode and before you go I will really appreciate it if you take the time to share this podcast with your fellow colleagues, classmates, friends, or really anyone that might be interested on the topic of chemical engineering and its related fields. If you found this content helpful and valuable, please consider subscribing, writing, and leaving a review. Thank you so much for your support. It really means a lot.